job relationship coaching what it is that you want to do so especially helping women get to that point is so fulfilling and purposeful for me but yeah anything from after a breakup trying to date you are listening to the queens in biz podcast hola Welcome to the Queen's In Biz podcast, where you can hang out and indulge in the secrets and best practices of female entrepreneurs and business owners who are high achievers and independent like you. Join us as we help you realize your best self in life, relationships, and your business with me, your host, Melissa Profeta. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Queens and Bees Podcast. I'm Susie, founder of Wear That Women. And here's my co-host. Hi, good evening, everyone. I'm Nova Rodriguez. I'm the owner and founder of ACNN Design Studio. And I'm also an NLP coach. And Susie, I'm so excited for our topic. Now, yung guest natin for today. Yes. And uh, I'm sure, I'm, I know malapit to sa'yo, no? Correct? Friend mo Yes, ba? yes, yes. She's a friend of mine. Yes. So super excited to introduce because we also, the topic that he, she's going to talk about is very interesting as well. So ladies, let me welcome. Margot is a slasher who doubles into various industries, namely radio, relationship coaching, event hosting, and voice work. Her natural ability to pick things up quickly and her genuine interest in getting to know people has allowed her to move through different industries and job titles. Ultimately, her main goal is to help people along on their journey. Whether it is brainstorming ideas, interviewing them about their newest project, or guiding them towards a better relationship with themselves and others. That's very interesting. Ladies, again, let's welcome Margot. Hi, Margot. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you so much for allowing me to join Queens in Biz. This is so exciting to be part of something um, so focused on women empowerment and women really being able to own everything they, that they do. So um, kudos to you guys for making it happen, too. <laughs> so, Thank you. Uh, Amargo, so how have you been throughout all the quarantine? Like, um, you know, the people have different ways of coping with with these how do you do that absolutely actually i i um randomly in the middle of maybe the first month after quarantine i um posted on youtube and it had been a while since i posted anything on youtube and it was kind of just like what i've been going through and what um might help others since it's kind of helped me one binge watching don't don't um don't hate on it. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need to binge watch something. It's quite all right. You know, sometimes you need kind of brainless activities to be doing, um, but you need to get yourself out of that too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be focused on it 24 mm-hmm. seven. Um, you got to stay productive. Um, and fortunately I was in the middle of training for my newest job relationship coaching. And that mm-hmm. took a lot of my time. But, um, aside from binge watching, 
praying has been helping me a lot every morning. Um, I, I noticed that I would look at my phone and I said, I got to do something better than go straight to my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and as business women and career driven women, it's very natural for us to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we're, we're trying to see if there's an email, email or, yeah. or something, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, I told myself, you know, I need to start my day better than worrying about work or anything else. So it's just praying, thanking God for the beautiful day. Um, and that, that it's helped a lot. Um, and really just staying productive during my free time. Cause it's really, really easy to just lull and, and again, uh, binge watch or do something that's really, you know, not, not that productive. Um, so the little free time I do have, I try to stay extremely productive. I've been painting, um, just what else do I do? I really should clean more. (laughs) I really (laughs) should probably clean more. Um, living alone allows you to be a little bit more messy than you probably would in, Mm -hmm. you know, living with anyone else. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Praying, um, doing brainless activity when my mind needs a rest and, um, staying productive and things that I just enjoy doing, which is mainly art, anything creative I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Relationship coach. Yeah. So so when you, when you say relationship coach, actually, you saw my Google, no? Relationship (laughs) coach. As a relationship coach, do and, and okay, it, yeah, yeah, counseling or is it romantic relationship? But oh, yeah, no, it could be it could be romantic relationships, it could be friendships, it could be um dating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of my favorite clients are people who have just been through a breakup or mm-hmm. maybe three months out of a breakup and they don't know what to do. They don't know um, what to focus on because their mind is completely focused on this one person who mm-hmm. doesn't want to be with them, you know, or maybe they wanted to be with them, but my client didn't want to be them with them and now they're just confused. Um, so it's really just... Um, helping them discover themselves mm-hmm. um, because typically when you are in a relationship, um, it's, it's sort of common that you, you tend to lose yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. you're so, you know, the other person is such a huge priority. You forget um, what it is that you want to do. So especially helping women get to that point is, is so fulfilling and purposeful for me. Um, but yeah, anything from after a breakup, trying to date. Um, you know, I, I know, I know clients who are in their thirties and, and never been in a serious relationship. Um, so, you know, it's all like a huge new world for them that they can discover. And it's, it's pretty exciting too. Susie, she doesn't need that service. I know, right? She's in love. I see, I see her stories. I'm so happy for you. Thank I you. love it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm and, curious. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's like, you know, when when you're single for a while and then you meet someone, typically yeah. that's when you're just like, wow, this is what I've waited for. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? know, and, and oh, that yeah. wait just me makes it even that much more special. So yeah. I could I could see the happiness in your post. Thank you. So, <laughs> so happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm curious because when we first met, that was during uh, Polynesian classes, right? And Margot mm-hmm. is a hassler. 
Like she would go to classes and before that she has a work. And then she yeah. has to wash and go to another work, which is yeah. her being a radio DJ. And then mm-hmm. after that, she has a voice dubbing. So I remember asking you this before. I'm like, how do you manage your time? It's like a lot. Know. And you're also doing event hosting. And yeah. like a lot of like side gigs. Oh, you have a full-time job before. Like you also yes. work for a, a beauty, a beauty, a beauty online. Yeah. yeah. Beauty online yeah. Art director for, yeah. And, yeah, so, but I'm how... Sorry, how did you end up like adding up another, you know, thing on your heart? Well, I mean, people have told me, you know, maybe you should just focus on one thing. Maybe you should like, you know, do, you know, maybe start a business. And it's like right now I'm in that space where I'm still trying and I'm a, I'm a grown woman. I'm 35 years old, you know, like, and it's okay if you're at this age and you're still like, I don't know what business I would want to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I am quite a multifaceted person. And at one point in my life, I looked at it as um, more of a curse than a gift because I would see people who are extremely passionate in, in this one thing and they'll master it. Say she's a coder or say she's a painter. You know, it's like they're so engrossed in their craft that they can dedicate every waking moment to it. And I didn't really find that for anything. You know, I just felt like I would naturally gravitate to more of the arts and creatives, um, but it will go from drawing to uh, editing a video. Um, But I also found myself being very personable and easy to talk to. So I found myself in radio, (laughs) you know, and and hosting events. Um, I think with me, instead of finding that excitement and thrill in just one thing, I'm able to do it in many things. And I've realized and I've learned to embrace that and say, you know what, this is, this is me. And there's nothing wrong with like having so many different things to focus on. As long as when I do focus on it, I give it my all and it makes me feel fulfilled. So yeah, I mean, I think Time management was probably one of the biggest things I had to learn because, again, you know, going from a, uh, our Polynesian Tahitian dance class to uh, a voiceover gig to um, doing um, art directing for the beauty online store I was in, it gets a little hectic. <laughs> um, yeah. But thank the Lord for the digital age and our phone with calendars on it. Because as soon as I put it in my calendar, I know, okay, this is where I got to be. So, yeah, time management is so important. Okay. So, going back dun sa ano, so, to, interested talaga ako sa pagiging relationship coach ni Margo. Okay, go. So, how do you, what, how do you get people to open up? Kasi, di ba, most of the time, people are, especially relationship, like, mm-hmm. like, hindi, when, their first time to do this, you know, um, is it like you just keep on asking questions or? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first session is really all about getting to know your client. So um, I, when you asked that, I immediately thought of one of my favorite clients. Um, you know, he called 
um, cause the company I work for has a, has a hotline. And so immediately they directed him towards me since I was available at the time. And, um, and he was like, Oh, uh, okay. Like he did, he didn't know what to do. Actually, no, he, we don't have a hotline that you could call. Um, you start text, you start texting or something on our website and then we call them. So I called him and he was just like, Oh, I didn't think that you like you Nagulasha. <laughs> like he was completely like, "What? That's I didn't know you were gonna call." And I was like, "Yeah." I said, "Would you like to tell me about like what you're you've been going through?" And he was so just like, "Uh, um, I don't know where to be." I was like, "Okay, well, just you know, tell me what's on your mind." You know, and that's that's really it. Um, one of the biggest lessons I learned as far as relationships and getting to know people. Um, especially the first time you get to know them is to ask about them. And I think it was um, Napoleon Hill in how to win friends and influence people. Um, the, the idea was basically that people's favorite subject is themselves. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't really know where to gear a con, I mean, steer a conversation towards, just ask them, you know, so, you know, what has been on your mind lately? How are you feeling? Um, what gets you excited for the day? You know, different things like that. It's really just about getting to know the other person. I like that. So, okay. Actually, now being um, an NLP practitioner myself no, as a coach, so um, I'm familiar with that, no? yung sinasabi ni Margot kanina. But you know, Susie, what's... If not all coaches, if most, if not all, ano eh, empath, no? So I'm sure si Margot is an empath as well. So yeah. how do you deal with, syempre relationship to eh, di ba? So parang, yeah. Yeah. di ba? Most of the time, you'll feel or you'll, you, you get, hindi lang siya just um, putting your, your yung situation, no? yung, yung sarili mo in their shoes, but most of the time kasi nagiging problem mo na rin siya. So how yeah. do you deal with You're that? You're absorbing the energy oh my as gosh. well. Yeah. It's how exhausting. It? Yeah, it truly is exhausting. Um, you know, I just tell myself, because there have been times where I've gotten like a crazy headache. This was early on, you know, and I would just be like, why do I have such a huge headache? And then I was talking to my friend and they're like, well, you've been just helping people with their extreme issues. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, when I say a breakup or dating, it, it sounds so just simple, but it's, it's never that simple, right? There's just so much trauma and so much, um, hurt and pain that people are going through. And li like Susie said, you know, you, you sort of absorb that energy. Mm -hmm. So I, I tell myself, you know, when I start to feel a little low, I got to do something for me. Um, and so, you know, again, whether it's listening to listening to music and just dancing because no one is around me, <laughs> that is the best time to dance. Um, or like anything, anything that I enjoy doing lately, again, it's been painting, um, listening to music. I think, huh, what was that? Doing makeup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love makeup. Um, and so it's just anything that I really enjoy doing to get my mind off of, of that. And again, um, you know, it would be good if it's something that gets your mind going. So when you said makeup, um, 
I was doing some YouTube videos and that allows me to think, right? It allows me to be creative. Like I need to do this. I need to place that there because if it's something that isn't as um, productive and kind of second nature to you, your mind can still start racing about everything else. <laughs> yeah. It's an auto- what was that? The, the yes. one, you know, it's an autopilot. So it's, it, it, it doesn't really distract you from, from what. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and something I, um, so being an empath, like you said, um, when Ondoy 2009, when Ondoy hit Metro Manila, I was so devastated. I didn't have a job at that point. And so I could only help so much. I had been to a few relief centers that my my friend put up or my friends would kind of say, let's go to Cainta and like distribute food, marikina. Um, and then it got to a point where I was, and I was living in Paranaque at the time. And then, walang grab. No, no, um, angkas, yeah. nothing for me to get yeah. around in. Um, yeah. So it was very, very difficult because they would charge me probably like 700 pesos just to get from Paranaque to, you know, more of the city area. And it got to a point where I just did not have any more money to go around so that I could help. And it, I got to a point where I didn't want to see or talk to anyone. And yeah, I didn't want to see or talk to anyone. I just felt so bad and thought I couldn't help people and felt helpless myself. The only person I cared to communicate truly with was my Lola. And then she was in California. And so, and fortunately then she was on email. Um, so I emailed her and I just said, hey, Lola, this is this is happening. Explained her on Doi and how I just feel horrible. And what she told me was, Honey, if you can't help yourself, you can't help anyone else. If you keep yourself in this state of mind, you won't be able to help anyone. So, you know, you need to get there so that you could find purpose and figure out a creative way to um, really help others. Yeah, I think at that point I say, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> I, you know, you can only feel bad for yourself. Well, I, me personally, I only allow myself to feel bad for a short amount of time. Yeah, I love that. I love that you share that. I remember this um, level. I don't know the third one, but um, in life we have different levels: survival, stability. The third one I forgot, and then fourth one is purpose. Like. You know, at first, you cannot jump. If you're on survival mode, you can't be someone, you know, um, being empath or trying to help other people because you have to survive yourself first. Mm -hmm. And then stability, you have to make sure that you're stable first before you can help, right? Because you can only provide for your family, for your needs and a little bit of wants. And then the third one, which I forgot, is when you're trying to build your business and trying to really earn more than the stability stage. And then the fourth one is having a legacy, having a purpose, you know, sharing and helping other people. So yeah, that reminds me of that. It's actually, I was talking to one of my best friends in California as well. Um, His name is Brian. And we were talking about that, really being able to feel like, okay, I'm 100%, so I could help you get to 100%. Um, And what the metaphor I had that 
came out to my head a few days ago when we were talking was, you know how you're on an airplane and before you start and they say the oxygen mask comes down, but yeah. you need to put on yourself before you put it on the person next to you. It's, it's mm-hmm. that kind of mentality where it's like, okay, let me take care of me. Then I could focus on helping other people. And so um, in, in relationship coaching, that's it. You know, unfortunately my company is very, very mindful about, um, the coaches mental, mental states and how we are feeling and how we're doing. And they want us to make, they want us to make sure that we're okay so that we could continue helping other people. And if we need a break, by all means, take a break. I think especially in the Philippines, work, 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 you know, that, that toxic mentality of, um, this, unrealistic sense of accountability for your job to the point where you don't have a personal life anymore. You know, you don't have a social life anymore. And it's really important that I feel um, businesses really start to kind of shift and let people know they're going to, their workers, employees are going to be so much more productive if they have a a healthy life to get home to, you know? So yeah, I, I realized that I, I started doing that a bit more this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you have a lot of clients already, right, Margot? Yeah. So how, how do you keep track of everyone? <laughs> like, mm. to follow? Well, I mean, we, we have a really good system at the, at the company I'm at. It's called Relationship Hero. And we do have to keep notes, you know, very detailed notes. I think that's the part that can be challenging sometimes because sometimes clients just want to say, and this happened and that happened. I'm just like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Please tell me that again. You know, um, and we are 24 seven, um, service. So, um, whatever time in the day, if I'm not available for someone and they really need someone to talk to, by all means, I encourage my clients to, um, look for another coach, you know, look at all the profiles for the coaches to see who can fit them and will help them towards their goal or, or help them go through their challenges. You mentioned that you're, you have a company. I mean, you're involved in a company. So, mm-hmm. um, have you ever thought of doing this on your own? Like putting yeah. up, I mean, that would be great. And again, something I was talking to my friend Brian about recently, um, is, I mean, that's, that's the, the end goal. Right. Um, but I feel like right now I need to position myself in a place to learn as much as I can. You know, there's, there's this, um, blessing and opportunity, especially in the state that the world is in Mm -hmm. that I'm able to help people while making a steady income. Um, and I don't have to really, um, grasp at anything right now. So I think I'm comfortable, but I do feel, you know, I, I have, <laughs> I have said, Hey, do you, do you want to, to friends that I know? I've actually coached some yeah. friends I know. I was, a, pro- yeah, I was about yeah. to ask that if you yeah. were tempted to coach your friends or family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I, okay. So the most recent friend that I've coached, um, was, and, and that's the thing when it comes to friends and family, a coach could be only so objective. 
you know, and especially if they begin to start hearing a lot of things that as a friend mm-hmm. or a family member really, really affect you. And so I think that's a good thing about having clients that I can be completely objective to um, or, you know, maybe 95% objective with. <laughs> um, but yeah, when it comes to friends and family, it can be difficult, but I have I, I think that um, my friend who I'm, I'm working with now, she's come up such a long way and it's, it's beautiful to see her strive after a breakup because it, it really is just heart-wrenching for a lot of, well, everyone for the most part. Yeah. yeah. So um, if ever there's someone who wants to be a relationship coach or a radio jack, do you have any advice or what did you do to prepare or like things like that? Okay. Um, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so for relationship coaching, I feel like, hold up. No, this is so natural for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, for relationship coaching, um, like Nova said, um, being an empath is really, is really what it's all about. Understanding that people have gone through what they've gone through. And while I haven't gone through it, I can do my best to empathize what they're coming from. Um, and that's, I think that's the key to being a relationship coach or anyone in a field where you are helping someone else. You have to see why you're helping them and how painful it is for them in that moment. Um, so I, I feel personally being empathetic has been very very natural for me um the first time i noticed and i did, <laughs> it's it's more so me reflecting um the first time i realized what empathy was i was in junior college in california i was part of a psychology counseling class and my teach my professor then explained what empathy was and i was like that's what that's what it is <laughs> because, because yeah, it's, it's mind blowing, right? When you don't really know that there's a word for it or what you're feeling. Um, but when I recall when I was in kindergarten, I went to the zoo and I stood in front of this kind of uh, gated area with a bunch of tortoises, huge turtles, and tortoises. And I started crying. And when I would think about that growing up. I was like, why was I crying? Why was I crying? The, the way I would explain it to people was, I think I was a tortoise in another life. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And then the first book that made me cry, it was um, The Night is about the Holocaust. And it was a true story. And it was the first time I, I read a book that was true, you know, nonfiction. And it just made me feel like it broke me down. And so since it was about the Holocaust, I thought to myself, okay, in a past life, I was a tortoise. In another past life, I was Jewish, <laughs> you know? And so all these things. And then I, I grew up a bit more, started to learn about black history in America and how just devastating to this day, black people are being treated. Um, and at one point, I swear to you, I thought I, in a past life, I was black, but I've been Filipino. <laughs> I'm 100% Filipino as 100% you can be. (laughs) And um, I realized then, okay, so these weren't past lives I was experiencing. It was just empathy. Um, So really, if you, I feel like 
people who naturally have people who are natural empaths, um, they can definitely find themselves in places like this and careers like this. Um, for radio, if if I could give any advice practice, you know, in whatever language you want to get on radio in, if it's English and your English isn't that great, practice. It really is all about practice. Um, Study radio jocks that you are fans of. Um, Listen and listen and listen. A lot of people I know when I first moved back to the Philippines, when I asked them, wait, you're, you're from here? Why is your accent so like perfect. It, you sound like you grew up in the States. And they're like, I watched a lot of cartoons growing up, or I watched a lot of movies. And it works. It works. Why not? Like when I took French class in high school, we were watching kitty shows, you know, in, in high school. And you're thinking, why are we watching kitty shows? But that's what happens. That's how you learn a language. You start from the very basic basics. Do, do that, you know, practice and find your voice. Find your personality style that you want to highlight because we all have different sides to us. I could be very, very emotional. You wouldn't know that on radio, you know, Um, and find what you stand for because sometimes it's hard to get on radio and say there's maybe um, breaking news about something and your partner might have a different perspective to it. But, um, you know, when you're talking on the mic, when you are speaking for all of, you know, your country or Metro Manila to hear, um, that means something, you know? So if you have uh, an advocacy, if you don't agree with something, don't feel the need to agree with it just to be part of the safe kind of crowd. So do you see yourself doing this relationship coaching definitely see myself sticking as a relationship coach with this company or, you know, my own business in the future, not anytime soon, but in the future, I want to really learn and absorb as much as I can. Um, and yeah, I think it's easily one of the most purposeful, um, jobs that I've ever had. And, um, yeah, also, an empath is empaths are really good for radio as well because interviewing people, getting to know them, that that helps a lot there with you know interviewing and stuff. Cool, that's cool. No, really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I am actually a didn't radio know host. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I actually didn't know that you're a relationship coach until I saw <laughs> your bio. I was like, oh, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, you're like, where did this? Yeah, yeah, where did yeah, that yeah, come yeah. from? <laughs> cool. She's really active. She's what does a relationship coach do? Oh, a fix or? Yeah. You know, one of my and I tell my clients this all the time, and sometimes people just get like, oh, whatever. Um, I tell them, you know, my priority as a relationship coach, other than helping you get towards your goal, is to manage your expectations. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. with relationships. Our, what our goal is, is beyond our control. So letting them know that, hey, there's so many possibilities in the situation you're in right now, and you don't have full control over this. You know, and that's okay. That's okay. As long as you, you know, manage your expectations or we manage your expectations, you'll be able to get through it. So, Yeah, I think expectation is always a cause. I was going to ask, how's 
Margot's relationship right now. But I think... <laughs> I actually, I'm so private about my love life. It's, you know, and I think for a while, I always wanted to be that 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 woman who was just like, I'm going to share this and that and we're going to hashtag relationship goals, everything. And, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and like I've realized that I enjoy kind of being a bit more mysterious with my love life. Um, and, and especially because I would always be the person to completely um, wear my heart on my sleeve. And I feel like it's a great way to kind of, I don't know, manage my own expectations too. You know, and look on Facebook, and I still feel like they, I think Facebook just recently came out with this thing where they're not um, sharing all the memories. But don't you guys get a little frustrated when you see memories that you just don't want to see? <laughs> exactly. I deleted right? everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, wait, I didn't want to see that person. Why did yeah. Facebook show it to me? So to yeah. me, it's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to post much on my social life, but I mm-hmm. do have a really great. Um, a a really great great relationship with my person and myself, and I think the one with myself is like the utmost important. So, agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's true. Margot, lang para you have ano ha, you have commercials. You wanted to give to promote us. something. Yeah. Oh, you mean oh, so like for the video, you're gonna add stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, okay. I don't have any commercials. Um, you know, actually, it's funny. It's like the one thing that all my voice acting friends have done that they're just like, how have you not done a commercial? I think I, I was actually trying to look for it. I'll ask my friend. I've done some like voice work for Avon, mm-hmm. um, dubbing for um, telenovelas. I've done that. Um, so if I find some clips, I'll send it to Susie. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So where are the ladies can follow you? Can you? Oh, yeah. Share as you Definitely. Yeah. Everywhere on social media at Margot Sue. That's M-A-R-G-A-U-X-S-U-E. Um, and that, I guess that's another tip for everyone who's trying to grow their social media pa- platform. Not that I have a lot of followers, but it's really good to stay consistent. And a lot mm-hmm. of my friends who are huge in one, in one platform – on one platform, they just get so frustrated because their name isn't available in the other one and mm. the consistency is really good for branding. So if you're going to start getting on social media, ladies, stay consistent <laughs> with branding. I love that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Any last words or advice that you want to share? Continue doing things that make you feel good. At the end of the day, we only have a certain amount of days left on this planet, you know, and, and we're all different. Maybe mine's a hundred, maybe mine's 500. Like who knows, who knows really that's something beyond our control. It's really important that we fulfill our days with um, something that we feel passionate about, something that we enjoy doing. Um, And if you don't know it yet, it's okay. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Just um, keep, trying different things, learning new things. So, you know, and you could find what that passion is. Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun. I really enjoyed our topic. Are you, are you looking for advice? (laughs) You'll just tell me later on. (laughs) 
company again? What's the company again? Yeah, it's Relationship Hero. Relationship Hero. Yeah. Okay. Using Nova you know, messaging a- there. <laughs> I know. She's like, hmm, careers. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. You are listening to the appreciate you for joining us in this fun and wisdom-filled episode of Queens and Biz. Now be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Okay, or you can also visit highfiqueens.com for resources related to today's episode. Again, that's H-I-F-I-Q-U-E-E-N-S, highfiqueens.com. Remember that you are beautiful, powerful, and can achieve anything that you want in life as long as you have the courage to pursue it. And we're here to support you in the Hi-Fi Network. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because it helps us craft better content for you so we can support you and help you achieve your goal. So go ahead and do it now and we'll talk to you soon.